We are live. Let's uh, give me a second to open up all the notes. So it's 7th of December. This is my first video out of a series of discussion videos that I want to start and engage in December. And uh, today we're going to think about what the upcoming 2021 has to hold for us, right? As I said, today is the 7th of December, and we're just 24 days away from a new year. Can you imagine uh, yourself? Just bring yourself back to last December. What was it like? Can, can you remember what were you doing last December? Like, what was happening? What, was, what were your ambitions? What did you plan to actually achieve in that small time frame from 7th of December 2019 till 31st of December 2019, right? Could you ever have thought that 2020 would be the year that it is currently? Me personally, I couldn't. Uh, last year... Um, it was in November when I came from St. Petersburg back to Tallinn. And, um, you know, it, it was kind of, I was planning a new life start. And back then, um, that change was a major one in my life. But I never expected that we would be in a lockdown for such a huge period of time. Uh, and it's already like nearly a year past, even more than a year past since I came back. And, um, you know, it's just this whole year was something that I believe none of us expected to encounter. Yet we had probably a lot of plans in December 2019. So being through, having been through this year, right? Uh, in those 24 days that we have left of this challenging 2020, I believe that every one of us deserves to plan ahead, but do it a little bit more strategically. So how do we usually right, set out uh, to enter the new year? Uh, in many cases, what I've encountered through years, me personally, myself, I didn't actually plan what was going to happen in the first months that the year starts, right? I didn't have big plans for January and February. I wasn't thinking long-term and I didn't plan the year ahead in terms of what would be the big things that are, I'm going to encounter. Like I know some people plan holidays, some people uh, plan different work-related events that they, they will participate on. Uh, but uh, I really want to touch those people who are actually building the business that they love Yet, uh, we find it hard to focus, right? Like, same as my story. I've, uh, even though that I have business background, marketing background, I've been in self-development for over five years now. I'm on a self-awareness journey for more than four years where it's just the whole process of self-discovery and understanding of what you're all about. It's, it's there, Right. This, there's so much available in our lives in terms of how to do things. Yet I find it hard myself to get going. And what I've found, and uh, this is something that you can relate to, 
that there are several very interesting personality typing theories that talk about the way we perceive life and our worldviews. The most, let's say, uh, the most influential out of them that really made a huge difference in self-perception and understanding what to focus on and what to build my life upon in, in terms of what are the talents and the core strengths and what are my growth zones that... Uh, are actually playing out in my business, in my communication, in uh, in my day-to-day -day interaction with the world. And um, kind of uh, let me go through a couple of those tools that uh, through time, I would love to acquaint you with them as well. So there are several, let's, let's start with the four tendencies. It's a really cool uh, personality typing, um, technique that looks at the thing, how do we respond to inner and external expectations? Um, why I want to start with this one? Because at the moment, a uh, majority of us are going through a process where uh, some of us are heavily, heavily working hard to actually uh, finish the year, get everything done and prepare for the holiday season, right? We have uh, for many of us, uh, Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming. Um, a lot of, uh, like for, for example, for the Russian community, the first part of January will be a full-on holiday for at least 10 days that they will be relaxing and enjoying life. And um, so what we should look at is our tendencies and what relationships do we have with internal and external and, uh, expectations, right? So there are four types of people uh, in, in that personality typing theory. Uh, so they're the people who are all in on themselves and there are people who are all in on the others. So it's a focus of expectations that people are focusing on inner expectations. So uh, they are called the questionnaires. Those are the people who are actually all about being in alignment with their own needs and wants. So oh, there's only one way how that kind of people would actually engage into something meaningful and achieve goals in their lives. It's when they know why. Like those are the why people. Those people are the people who to make an action need to understand how will that benefit their life. So that are the questionnaires, right? And uh, for questionnaires, I believe that in many cases, the challenge in preparing for the future, preparing for the upcoming year is actually helping them to focus on what truly matters in their life and to help them align those, uh, you know, wishes and aspirations with what do they need to do to achieve them and uh, kind of make a sequential uh, list and a step-by-step strategy that gets them to make the things they want to happen and at the same time align them with what do they truly want and why they need to do that.
Because uh, for them, anything that you impose on them, like external expectations, like I'm waiting for you to do that, or you must do that before a certain time frame, um, and they don't believe or understand why the hell do they need to do that, you cannot expect any results to happen because it's just not their way of planning. So for the questionnaires, uh, we need to look at the why their personal why uh, a certain action must be taken to obtain the result they want. And that alignment, the inner alignment is everything for, for them. Now, the opposite of questionnaires are the obligers. And uh, that's one of the most challenging, I believe, personalities to be in. I am in it myself. The obligers are really great friends with external expectations. Meaning that uh, when someone comes to you with a request to do something or engage into something uh, or asks you to, uh, like, holds you accountable, like, I re request something from you, we organically just jump on that request and make it happen. It's just a personality trait. Someone can say that it's a people-pleasing personality, but I would say that there's a healthy expression and an unhealthy expression of that personality. Like, for example, the unhealthy one are people-pleasers, right? They, they don't take themselves into account and they do everything that other people uh, are basically putting in into the schedule and the time. And uh, that's the unhealthy state where a lot of obligers, like myself in my story, uh, we fail to the extent that we can find ourselves living not our own life, where our schedule, our time, our plans, everything is based on someone else's desires and wishes. And our own needs, wants and aspirations are left to the sidelines because we, we are just not that motivated by inner expectations as we are with external ones. And uh, kind of the core idea for uh, obligers to make things work is to be in a group of people who are actually supporting and the group goals are fully aligned with the individual goals of the obliger. So that's an interesting technique of what to take into account, that when we have this obliger personality, and uh, I myself have it, we need to understand that the best trick of how to play around our tendency of actually living up to external expectations is creating a, around, like a surrounding of people who are always in tune with our personal goals, help us to set our goals and hold us accountable to our own goals and achieving our results. So that's a neat tr trick for obligers. And, you know, here I see that I, yeah, I should actually share my story in terms of um, how I got to, to this place where I'm now. Basically, it started all around when I was 23. It was uh, four and a half years ago. Uh, just a couple of days before my birthday. I, um, everything started to really pressure me in a way that I've understood and realized that the life that I'm building is fully focused and built around the people who surround me. 
right? My relationship, my family, and all the external expectations of who they see me, uh, I mean, how they see me, who they want me to be, uh, what they perceive I should do, uh, what they perceive I should engage into. And uh, basically, my day-to-day life was built around serving and being with them. And after I've done that, if there is spare time, I really dedicated it to something that I found interesting, that I found engaging. And uh, in a way, I would say that it was an escapism tendency. And uh, when I was hit with that epiphany, when just a couple of days before my 23rd birthday, I've understood that all that life, all that journey, even though it had a lot of teachings, uh, it had uh, like some say uh, in my position that I was given like a golden ticket in life. Like I had uh, a relationship uh, and a surrounding that uh, be it my will, I could have had like a leap start to a prosperous and abundant future uh, money-wise. But when I understood that I'm actually living not my own life, that everything that I do is based around the things that um, aren't centered on me, I've decided to take a break. And uh, that break through several months made me rethink everything all the relationships, all my activity, all my uh, all my professional actions that I was taking. And I decided that I need to put myself first. I need to have more respect of my time, of my journey, of my liberty, of my freedom. And I need to take back my power and actually start building... Um, my personal journey, my authentic journey. And uh, kind of from there, when I basically gave up everything that I had, I've uh, returned back home (laughs) to my mother's home. And um, step by step from that decision of actually deciding for myself to start over, but do it right this time around. And by doing right, I mean... The right way for me was building an understanding of what I love and go all in on that. that. And what was interesting is that one by one, person by person, technique by technique, system by system, things started flowing in into my life that acquainted me with specific knowledge and ideas that helped me to move a step forward towards that journey. And uh, kind of, I call this journey uh, a trip from atheism to spirituality. And I'll try to explain you why it's kind of, uh, I love to call it that way. Um, Back then I was a, like, I was a person of science. I believed facts. I believe what we can sense, what we can actually clarify with science. And uh, for me, I would say that even then, um, I wasn't agnostic. I I would say I was more on the atheist side where I didn't believe in anything other than science. And um, the biggest breakthrough 
of that mentality was on a point where while working in marketing, um, my mother encountered a system called the Enneagram. And this was my first acquaintance with personality typing theories that, um, that blew me away. Um, blew me away in a, uh, it's, it's even lightly said. And what's important behind this idea is that this was the first time that I've encountered the idea that it is possible to read about yourself on paper to such level of detail of the unconscious needs, desires, wants, patterns, and everything else, that for me, it was truly shocking. It was groundbreaking. My, my, my worldview about the idea that uh, we, like, I, I was in self-development, right? At that time, when I first encountered that personality typing tool, I was heavy into self-development. I was uh, reading about, uh, about the mind, about the mindset, about uh, business mindset, about success, about motivation, about uh, being in charge of your own destiny. And, uh, but that was all about uh, actually empowering yourself and your mentality to be the one in charge of achieving things in life. And then one perfect day, everything that I believed I knew about myself and I, what I didn't even know, it just grew, let's call it simple back then, like a test. I was able to read so much about myself that it was just shocking. And um, for many people that uh, I've worked with and done personality testing for them, this, le this experience of actually reading on paper that some psychological tool is able to tell such a deep story about your inner being, about your inner self, about even things that you didn't consciously know about was just, you know, you know, this feeling when, when you, you hear hair rises, when you, you hear some, some interesting story or you feel excited or uh, just that feeling of, um, I don't know even how to express it, but that feeling when you get this light cold and, and your hair rises and uh, that experience of reading about myself on paper led me to further studying personality typing as a resource of deeper and deeper buildup of self-awareness. And through that journey and continuing through, like it was from science to psychology and from psychology to spirituality and esoterics. And that journey, that flow, that flow of building self-awareness, that flow of building the understanding was one of the greatest foundations that I've built for myself to actually be where I am now, to understand what is the message that I'm delivering to the world? What are my strengths and my talents? And with what am I empowering and supporting people? Without that self-awareness journey, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be able to speak to you and deliver those ideas right now as I am delivering them to you. And I'll be frank. I'll be 100% clear. 
when I was starting today's broadcast, it was, you know, when you start for at first, you don't know exact direction where you will be heading with the message because the amount of ideas and value and knowledge that I would love, I would truly love to share with you is colossal. It's just every time that I have a deep conversation with a new person and I hear those ideas that what I'm sharing, those ideas that I'm synthesizing together from all the different parts, all the different tools uh, in, in terms of understanding oneself, understanding the being, understanding the nature of, um, of being. And hearing that transformational whoa or transformational fuck when when a person just realizes that there are ideas out there, there are systems out there that give you the opportunity to dig deeper into yourself and find out things that usually people develop and try to understand in themselves through decades and decades of inner work, retrospection, and therapy. And even then, in many cases, people aren't able to consciously, verbally structure what are they about and what is their purpose, what is their mission, what are their strengths, what are their growth zones, what should they focus on and what they need support with. And kind of for today, in terms of every, like the main idea of today's talk is we are just 24 days away from a new year. I believe that every one of us deserves, no matter where you are currently in your business, no matter where you are currently on your journey of finding yourself, I believe we are all, we all deserve to have a fantastic start to 2021. That is only possible if now, starting today, we start building the foundation for us to be able to enter the year in a proper manner. Not start with a clean sheet. Not build a whole new year resolution that we will be this year different, but actually build a foundation that will work for you day to day, starting 1st of January. That is only possible if you invest the following 24 days. For some, it's less. I understand that for some people, you have only 23 days till holidays, right? And you want to make them count. And to make them count, you have to make sure that the upcoming three weeks, even less, even two and a half weeks, are being used in the right way. Let's talk about the right way. The right way is to actually understand what will be there in 2021, not in expectations of what will be the economy like, what will be the world like, what will be the conditions like, what will be happening in the world, but actually understanding what is in your power 
What actions can you specifically take starting the 1st of January, or let's rewind it, starting today, what actions can help you to make 2021 your year no matter what? No matter what. Fuck conditions. Fuck everything that we believe is restraining us from making us the best version of ourselves. To building a business that we believe has tremendous value to other people. And the only reason that we are not actually shining our light to the world, the only reason why we are not being the best that we can be to serve who we are able to serve is external conditions. Fuck that. Stop thinking about COVID. Stop thinking thinking about uh, the economy. Stop thinking about where you live and broaden your vision and understand that it's fucking 2021. We have everything in access. We have the connection to the internet. I believe everyone who is right here on this stream and watching is able to connect online. We have hundreds of different tools that enable us to connect with anyone around the world. We can reach out to the most influential people on this planet if we decide to tomorrow and make what's important happen. Don't let conditions that are external dictate what you can achieve in 2021. So let's get back to actually understanding what can you do, what is in your power, and what the upcoming two weeks can hold for you to build that foundation. I believe that the core, let's say, ingredients to actually making an impact in 2021 is A, having a vision, understanding what kind of difference and impact do you want to make in life? What is important for you? What would be success like in 2021 for you? At the end of the year, let's say at the end of 2021, what kind of results? And you can do two versions, aspirational results and results that you believe that if you be 100% frank with yourself and you do everything in your power to achieve it, you will be able to achieve. So aspirational and achievable if you put in the work. So those two goals, right? We have to understand what are we building? On the meta level, we have to understand it all. We have to understand where are we heading, heading in life in general. I'm not going to start from there. It's a heavy topic. It takes longer than two weeks to have that foundation settled. Let's talk about what is in your power right now in those two weeks to prepare for 2021. So it's vision of what do you want to achieve in that year? And then break up that vision into at least 12 goals. 
So 12 achievable steps and goals that you would be achieving throughout the year of 2021. That's your vision. That is your plan of where are you heading. You have to start from there and think of your life holistically. What does holistically mean? Look general and deep at the same time. Your life consists of minimum, minimum of four things. It's your learning. It's your physique. It's your relationships and it's your business. That's the minimum foundation that you have to look into to have the needed quality of life that will make you satisfied. We all have to have good relationships. We cannot live without them. We all must have good health. And that's three types of health, by the way. That's mental health, emotional health, and of course, physical health. Don't forget that there are three components to health. Don't ignore none of them. Every single one of them deserves your full attention throughout the year. Train your mind, train your emotions, train your body. Business is, for me, I believe that's as a tool, right? Business is a tool for self-realization. I really am not in line with the idea that business is for money-making. That mentality where we speak about business as a, an instrument to make money, for many people, becomes their rat race. A rat race where they stop actually fucking enjoying their life, they're miserable, and all they do, all the actions they take, are built around doing something that they hate doing just to make money. And why do we make money? Of course, we want to make money to live better. You know, that idea, we have to fucking stop right here and now for 2021. We, we have to focus heavily on the, on the idea that the money isn't the goal. Money is a resource to achieve everything that you aspire to achieve. So you have to strive at the end result, you have to strive not at the money making. You have to understand what do you want to create in life and then money will come. Because working just for money is a formula for miserable, for living a miserable life, fucking up your, your, your health, your emotional state, your mentality, fucking up relationships and many, many other things in life. That's when we're striving only for money. So focus on your aspirational results that are not money-driven, that are driven by impact and the change and the influence that you would like to create in your life for yourself, for your family, or for your community. So that's, that's the focus around business. And in general, in general, as I said, we have to understand that life is an inner and external game, right? As I said, the inner game is about our mentalities, about our emotions, and it's about our physique. 
The external game is all about the material surrounding. It's about our relationships and the ideas and uh, egregors we surround ourselves with. And building upon those things, we need to properly have a goal in each of those fields, each quarter. Now, let's, let's look at the idea why each quarter of the year is important. I love the idea of 12-week year framework. It talks about that we stop thinking about the global agenda, the annual agenda. We stop thinking about that there are 12 months in the year. And we stop procrastinating and setting off the goals till summer, autumn, or, or winter. We have to start the year by making an impact straight away. From day one, from the first month, from January. That's why we will start thinking of uh, the idea that each quarter has plus minus 13 weeks. Where 12 weeks is all about your dedicated work, where each week is a month. That's the mentality of 12-week year. We respect and treat each week as a valuable resource for creating the results and impact in our lives that we want to create. And basically the core idea is we have to have each quarter at least one business goal, at least one health goal, at least one relationship goal. And to polish everything off, there should be a fourth goal that is connected with all of them, more or less, is at least one learning goal. So we have four goals per quarter, and this, this goal should be a stretch. It definitely should be a stretch because uh, we want to grow and achieve more. So when we, uh, th there is a really interesting psychological uh, phenomenon that is happening here. I don't remember the specific name of, uh, of this idea, but what we're talking about is actually when we are striving for a result. For example, we're striving to make 10,000 in three quarters, for example, right? Reach 10K months or we would like to lose five kilograms, or we would like to, I don't know, you decide what, what is the measurement of or how big of a result would you like in your life, right? So you, you enumerate that, you say specifically, what is the amount of the achievement that you would like to create? And when you set that as an end goal, and you're striving towards it, your whole journey is focused around getting there. So everything in between is a process where we are actually looking to build that end result by the deadline. And us human beings, we have a tendency that we leave every fucking thing till the day comes. If we have a week to do something, in rare occasions, we have a personality that does it on day one. In rare occasions. Because what happens? Well, anxiety happens. 
we fear what the hell we will do for the upcoming six, day, six days after that. That's why we leave everything till the last day or the day before. That's when we start working and achieving the result that we set out to achieve. That's the first issue with working towards a specific target. The other nuance is that the journey that you will be planning, all the strategic and tactical steps towards that goal, you will be focused around creating that result that you desire. Now, let's imagine, so that is where you are, that is the end result that you would like to achieve. What if, hear me out here, what if you double that result? So if you want to make 10K, say you want to make 20. We could all say that making, when you are heading towards 10K, it's easier to hit 5K than 10K in many cases. So when you're planning to achieve something and you set yourself a goal, double that goal. That's at least. There are believers like, for example, um, what was his name? Uh, the 10Xer. Who is our 10Xer? It's not Mark Cuban. It's another one. I don't remember his name currently. But try to remind me this one. There's a dude uh, that deals with real estate, motivational speaker, has his own podcast, and is one of the uh, preachers of the 10x, 10x rule, even has a book on that. So the idea is that you can double it, you can 10x your goal, but the biggest idea behind the whole scheme is that your end goal should be at least two times bigger in plan than what you wanted to achieve in the first place. That is one of the, let's say, that's when you're setting yourself up to actually achieving it. So that's, that's number one. Um, then we have to uh, go through a whole process where, um, let's, let's go back into planning for 2021, right? We have the 12-week year idea. We have about uh, the idea of setting goals that are a stretch now let's have a look, uh, and as well, we looked at at least four fields of what should we focus on when we're planning the upcoming time frame of those 12, 12 weeks of intensive work. So when we have those goals set up, and when we have a stretch goal, for us not to feel overwhelmed with reaching that stretch goal, we need to have a framework of, uh, we have to put our goal through several tools. Uh, the tool that enables us to align, enables us to eliminate overwhelm, as well as it enables us to basically understand that nothing stands in the way of us to achieve that goal. Those three, three things I'll be teaching in my upcoming masterclass that's, uh, that is called the Two Rabbit Masterclass. You can find it in my profile. I will share a link here in live as well a little bit later. But the core idea is that every goal that we set ourselves, we have to analyze it throughout. 
and understand that nothing in that formation of that goal stands in our way. And um, I'll share one idea out of that process of analyzing. One of the biggest ideas that really resonated with me, um, I'll share even two. First one is the idea when we analyze our goal, we putting it through at the process of uh, properly structuring and formulating that goal, we have to ask ourselves a question. Is there a possibility of a scenario when we don't want that result? So what can happen in life by us achieving that result that we don't want that result? So just thinking about this, for me, it was a really big one. What is the main idea? What can happen in your life by achieving that result that would make you regret or not want to achieve it at all? That's one of the biggest questions that uh, is part of this deep analysis of goals. The, the other one that I hugely enjoyed is um, the idea that we have to analyze that the goal that we're setting for ourselves is purely based, like the result is in no way connected to someone else. So basically, the goal should be 100% for, for you to be able to have the highest level of follow through and like a chance to actually achieve it. You have to make sure that the goal you set for yourself is 100% connected only to your action. It doesn't depend on anyone else and is only your action driven. So it depends that you take action, you get result. Not that you have to take an action and there's an, some kind of intermediary that you have to depend on to make something else happen. So you have to think through the whole journey of that achieving that goal in strategy and in tactics where every single step depends only on you and you're able to do that. So that's another thing about setting the goals up. So we, we, we looked at there are many dimensions of life. We have uh, specific ideas about setting and clarifying, aligning, eliminating overwhelm of those goals. And uh, as well as we need to start working towards building our self-awareness. Because for every single entrepreneur, we have to understand what are we betting on. We have to understand what is our talent, what is our strength? What is our weakness? Let's call it a weakness. Let's be frank. There are specific traits in our personality, in the way we think, we feel, and we act that can destroy what we are starting. That's a weakness in a major sense. I like to call it a growth zone. Why a growth zone? Because I like to hold things in an open an open state because uh, when we perceive um, our weakness as a growth zone, we enable ourselves to understand that the weakness isn't there to destroy our lives. Weakness is there to have a meaning. 
it's a window of opportunity for collaboration with others, as well as it's a growth zone because when we train our weakness, quote unquote, to a certain level, it stops negatively impacting what we want to achieve in life. So self-awareness is about understanding what is our mental process, what is our mindset, understanding our emotional states, understanding what gets us triggered, what gets us moving, what gets us motivated, what our core unconscious needs and desires, as well as our actions. Because there is proof, I don't remember specifically at the moment, I cannot say who said about, who kind of brought out that knowledge, but basically over 90% of our life, we're living unconsciously. Meaning that every single thought, emotion, and action that we take are automatic. And we need for us to build a, let's say, successful life that we would love to build. For us to succeed in relationships, in business, in self-development, in our life, we have to understand what is this 90% of the unconscious is about. To the largest extent, we can understand it. And there are specific tools and instruments that can help you achieve that. It will take time, but the rewards in terms of economy, economy, money, time, relationships, time again. You have so much that you can gain from simply investing a year to properly discover and build self-awareness. I can bet that a, a year-long journey where you dedicate every single week of the year in the direction of self-discovery through personality typing tools will give you such a boost in your life, in your business, relationships, personal growth, and everything connected to what your life is about, that it will save you decades. I'm not underestimating. Over and over again, I see one of the biggest differences around among people who actually start the journey of self-discovery through personality typing tools. And the people who never touch them is that a person who is already 50 can have a fixated, conditioned, and ruined mindset that he built when he was young, anchored when he was an adult, and constantly plays through even in their 50s, 60s. 70s, so on. And there are people who can be 20 in their 20s that can have a level of self-awareness and understanding of what they are about that will save them and make the massive impact on their personal journey, 
and on their community and their family within a year that many are, aren't able to achieve in a lifetime. That is what I've encountered. That is the level of... Uh, it's hard for me to say, you know, when you say that about yourself, it's, it's really... Um, sounds that you're being like... Um, I cannot even bring up a word that how to describe it, but basically calling yourself a, uh, let's say an, a teacher or calling yourself a person that can bring a person closer to, uh, to this, let's say wisdom, the inner wisdom of them. Um, this is something that is my core strength. This is something that over and over my clients and people I connect with and uh, people who I reach out, reached out to uh, partner up, to communicate with. And through deep conversations, people tell me it. If I have had known those ideas and nuances about us myself when I was 20. And now they're in their 40s and their 50s. They were telling me like, shit. If I known those things about myself when I was 20. And that kind of conversations led me to understand that every single person alive needs to heavily invest their time into developing their self-awareness through different personality typing. Um, I will bring up currently several of them. I will, I will touch upon them deeper on my masterclass, but generally I would speak um, through the last four years. I've encountered many. I went through many tools. A lot of them talk about general. A lot of them, when you touch them at first sight, you're like, what the fuck is that? Many of those things you touch and you, you look at them and you say, this is bullshit. But you need a guide. You need, just like in the desert, where anywhere you go when you're alone, most likely you will end up lost. And having a guide with you that can take you through that desert journey and actually reaching your destination without getting lost, reaching, going through that personal self-awareness awakening journey, building that self-understanding, that demands a guide. I don't know, at the moment... Um, any practical way where through self-study starting out that's the key thing when we start out and we encounter and engage into self-study and we touch upon those personality typing modalities they sound like either a lot of horse crap or they sound like something so complicated 
that you're not just able like ah oh, fuck it let it be we we like um i'll i'll touch upon um several of them so four tendencies we touch we touch them it's an easy one this is the lightest thing you can ever touch has a lot of impact relationship with inner and external expectations the second one that uh i would say is a really good foundation for building a specific understanding of what lies inside unconsciously is the enneagram where everything well basically the theory around there is that we all are born with a specific core need that everything in life plays around for, where we try to satisfy it and our personality plays on levels of healthy and unhealthy right it's, there are nine levels of development of personality and they all express different relationship with our core need in life and uh, the, the needs are let's say are clustered in uh, three triads right they're like let's say they're triad for the physical triad where people uh, need uh, to to have respect for their own borders, right? Respect and boundaries. Like those are the two main things that they play around. They're the emotional triad. They're, they're playing around being loved, appreciated and accepted. So they're the three, three ways of how to understand the modalities of being loved and appreciated. And they're the triad or the mental triad that uh, basically play, plays around safety and fear and uh kind of we all have those emotions we all have those nuances of the personality within us um and when people encounter the enneagram at first sight it's like they either use it as a label like this is who i am now I'm this type or I'm that type. And actually any personality type that people encounter when they first start the journey of self-development, they use personality types as fucking labels. They go around and be like, oh, this is now an excuse for me being me. And they get really confused with the whole idea of what the hell it is to be you, right? To being me, what does that mean? And by Putting even more labels that allow you to express yourself in unhealthy ways. This is one of the biggest mistakes that we take and make in personality typing. And when we first encounter the, the whole theme of self-awareness building. But there's much, much more deeper levels. And I go in that in, uh, in my coaching and in, uh, in my programs that I do with creating the personality profile. It's a large thing. Uh, I actually have some materials in terms of understanding what each type is about in my profile. So who is interested, uh, go into my profile and just discover what the Enneagram holds in terms of all the nine types. But in general, I'll touch upon that a little bit deeper in the masterclass as well. But, and um, continuing, so we, we've touched on the four tendencies on the Enneagram. Um, another huge one is the Mars-Briggs, right? The Jungian uh, archetype typology came like the MBTI, the 16 personalities came from the Jungian archetypes and uh, is heavily based also around the eight cognitive functions 
and uh, I see Andrea in comments. Uh, hi, Andrea. Um, we've uh, with Andrea uh, also we're working together. Uh, I was helping Andrea to develop further uh, a test and a deeper understanding of how to properly uh, do Myers Briggs typing based on understanding the cognitive, eight cognitive functions that are behind it. And in many cases as well, people take a simple test and in Myers-Briggs, there's a big issue, right? Your emotional state can heavily influence your answers. And if you're unaware of yourself, you are able to fuck up the test in a major way. And that's where I see many people like, oh, I took a test, I'm an ENFP, and then sometime later like half a year later they take a test and they're a totally different type and that happens because a yes we develop b we work on our mentality uh we evolve or degrade call it what you like depending on what the person lives through and our emotional state and our uh, world perception at the moment of testing uh can be fucked up and that's where again you need a guide you need a person to help you tune in into the right answers for you. To help you to dig through those piles and piles of labels and shit and mentality that you've put on top of yourself throughout lifetime through conditioning of the outside and discover what is truly in you. And the knowledge you can obtain through truly finding your type is huge liberation and understanding that you are not alone in this world, that there are so many people in this world like you that have the same worldview as you do. And this is liberating because you stop feeling as an outcast. When you start truly understanding your type, you understand that there are people in this world that have a worldview like you do, who appreciate life the same way that you appreciate it. And that's liberating. That opens up a lot of possibilities. That opens up a lot of touch points of connection. But most importantly, that builds self-awareness that allows you to understand what to focus on and what kind of strengths and talents and other aspects of your being can help you to achieve results in life that you want. And those were, let's say, uh, the four tendencies, the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs and a cognitive functions out of that. Uh, those are more psychological, right? They, they discover your unconscious. They discover what is your life like when you don't think about it, when you're just living it. And then there, let's say, there's ancient wisdom, right? There are tools that enable you to look at what you have inside and why it was developed in that way. And when I started, when I was going through all this self-development journey, I've uh, been through a lot of self-development techniques. I've read a lot of books and ideas and encountered the, uh, the personality typing tool and understood myself through them to the extent that I was able to understand back then. And the first time when I encountered a tool called human design, 
for me, it was like, okay, we're touching astrology. All right. So there's something about genes and astrology and planets and all that for me back then was just woo woo. Uh, we're talking about some magic tricks, right? And um, I decided not to touch it. Now, two, three months later, something struck inside. Like, Alan, go look at it. You have to go and actually understand dive deep and understand is there something there worth studying is there something in that knowledge that can potentially be authentic and have a huge impact and something important in our lives and in the end i decided to do, do exactly just that i listened to myself and what i've discovered is that everything that i studied about myself through personality typing tools was risen by birth in me. Can you imagine the state where you understand yourself and then you read about yourself based on the time of birth and not the things where you, you know, like you perceive that you go to an astrologist or you go to some, I don't know, magic lady and she says that, oh, you have a bright future ahead of you or you had some shit in your life that was there. Uh, and it can, can, like, everyone had something in their life that happened. And it's not a knowledge that you can, you know, just hang on any situation and it would align. It's knowledge so deep that it resonated with my being and me feeling that I am that way. But I was ev never, ever able to actually verbalize that this is something that... I am. One of the deepest realizations that I had when I was touching human design is that throughout life, I was taught that basically being, what was that? Oh, that, um, that word, just a second. Um, it, I forgot that word. Um, I remembered. So uh, the word is provocation. So I always had a really bad relationship with provoking. I uh, like my relationship with provocation, with the word provoking others, is deeply rooted in the idea that provocation leads to huge conflict and conflict leads to really bad consequences. And one of the major things that I discovered in my personality profile through human design is that by birth, my core self-expression and energy that shines through me is the ability to provoke the energy of other people and get it moving. The ability through voice to be able to touch other people's energy and get it flowing, get it working, break through resistance. And for me, when I, I actually like, it was so sad to realize that my provoking led to negative impact on the close people around me. Like realizing that me being me 
and me helping my uh, my mother, my my relatives, my my wife in a way that I do was making them feel in many cases discomfortable. In many cases, it led to huge conflicts in the moment. And I always perceived it as something bad because I left with a feeling of salt when we were having those even shouting and like really emotional conversations that were a process of me interacting and trying to help them. And when I started to seeing that through this thing where their provocation is starting, the the beginning and the result of let's say resistance and hard emotions and uh, and I don't know and stress and uh, discomfort and everything else that this is fifty percent of everything that is happening, because the other fifty percent is change. The other fifty percent is where I've managed through our conversation to break through their resistance, to break through their mentality, to break through their belief systems and uh, everything else that was holding them back from achieving more and doing what they needed to get done, that as a result, in a day or a two or a week or a month, I was able to see that they made a difference. This interaction actually brought two results and that interaction, the movement of energy was super beneficial for them. So for, for me, understanding myself through human design enabled me to actually be able to understand specific nuances of my self-expression that lie in the unconscious, that automatically play out and become friends with those energy potentials. As well as while understanding them, we are able to properly like, you know, the, there are certain levels where we build competency of living through things, of doing things. And uh, understanding and just realizing that it's there, understanding that is there, like acknowledging, right? And there's like a step-by-step -step process. I'll actually, I'll, I need to... Uh, show that in in the self-awareness block in the masterclass as well like there's a step-by-step -step process where we make a change in our life and it starts off from acknowledging that there is something happening right um and then building building on top of that uh to make a change make a change in the habit make a change in uh in how we behave and how we think and other stuff right so yeah human design was super super um, influential on me actually diving deep into what I'm doing now because that's that's like this pure knowledge that was synthesized with everything else I knew about myself through personality typing and everything else this led me to not only understand that yes I have the skills I have the knowledge but those are my core strengths that I must bet on because doing that i love life doing that i feel that what like what i'm doing is actually something that i love so human design the enneagram myers-briggs helped me to align with my inner truth
And that's why I believe self-awareness is core for every single person that doesn't want to be just another slave in someone else's business, that actually wants to make an impact in their life, that actually wants to go out and build a business that means something for them and serves others. Self-awareness is everything. And the last part, of course, about what we have to think about in 2021 is our surroundings. There are several parts to surrounding things. We have to understand that everyone around us is conditioning us in a certain manner. There's a big, uh, let's say, idea that uh, people um, have discovered through time, successful people, that we are an average of five people that surround us. And the thing is, is that this surrounding has super big impact on how we live life. The majority of us need a surrounding, like purely need. It's, it's not a thing that we want or it's a good to have, but we need a surrounding to productively, day-to-day, do what needs to be done. And we have to analyze our surrounding. We have to understand is our surrounding built to support us? Because it's lonely as hell going through an entrepreneurial journey and realizing that there's no one next to us to support us. It's terribly, terribly lonely to understand that no one in your family, your friends, or your immediate surrounding, your close surrounding, that actually understands, supports you. Not supports in a way that, oh yeah, you, you can do it and it's good, but supports us to a deeper level where they dedicate time for us. They hear us out and are able to help us to bounce ideas and make sense of what is happening in our lives. Helps us guide the thought in the right way. Helps us work through what we are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. We have to analyze, is our surrounding our ally, or is our current surrounding something that holds us back? So I've touched upon several things today, a little bit about my journey, what I believe in, and how to make the upcoming several weeks something that have pivotal impact on how your 2021 year will go. We touched upon vision, we touched upon goal setting, we touched upon self-awareness, we touched upon surroundings many many topics to cover and yet i believe that you all deserve to live through 2021 as impactful as you ever can be and as well as to use 2021 to finally start shining your light start 
living your authentic truth in an ecological manner. It's a good thing that I want to touch upon what is ecological manner. Ecological manner is a way of expressing yourself taking into account your surrounding. It's an idea where you stop being an egoist and start being an individualist. There's a big difference between ego and individualism. Because ego is I don't give a shit about anyone else than myself. Individualism is about I take care of myself first. And when I am taken care of, I will help to take care of your issues whatnot. That's the biggest thing that we have to understand. That we need to build our inner individualism. Because individualism is what we can call a healthy egoism. There's a, this word around people also like to use. We need to not be egoistic. We need to be, have a healthy egoism. So healthy egoism, I believe, is being individualistic. Take care of your first, your needs first. And then when your needs are met, when you have everything that you need, then you're ready and able to give others. That's where the word love yourself first for others to be able to love you. Put yourself at the pedestal. And if you need to, as for obligers, as myself, build a surrounding that is specifically focused around your goals, around supporting your journey, about supporting your goals, about supporting what is meaningful to you. And you will do the same for them. And this way, you're like, for the obliger tendency, the best way to actually have the biggest Let's say the biggest influence that you can create in your life in 2021 is build a surrounding of people who will have your goals as their goals. And their goals will be your goals. And that synergy in a closed group of people will create ultimate impact on your follow through, on your achievements, on your life satisfaction, and you will have a close group of friends, people who you can count on to be there for you and you'll be happy to be there for them. So for today, I believe it's already 1.14 of this live session. I've touched upon many, many things. And uh, I want to wrap up and uh, main idea. On the 15th of December, there will be a masterclass where I'll be going through five days of talking about prioritizing in your life, setting goals, formulating ambitions and vision. We're talking about setting and formulating and aligning and eliminating overwhelm in goals. We'll talk about self-awareness building and we'll talk about building your surroundings. So we'll touch upon those five things in, um, in four, but... 
there are many topics between uh, on the upcoming masterclass from 15th to 20th of uh, December. So you can find it in, in my header, write to me personally, uh, any way you wish. Just ask me, I will tell you how to join. And I believe that this will help you to set a powerful foundation. It's for free, by the way. No, no payment. It's my gift to you. Because through this journey, I want to provide you the support that others provided me. I believe that every single one of you deserves to be supported and to make 2021 a very, very impactful year for you. That's my gift to you. So join the masterclass. Let's go through that journey. I will do my best to give you everything that you need to get started, to properly put that journey together, that idea together. And as a result, of course, there's something in for me. We'll be doing that in a Facebook group. We'll be interacting there. And for those of you who would want to achieve that individual journey together in a group of people, that is specifically where, where is my whole benefit in all of that. I'm building a mastermind club that I'll be launching in January, specifically for the purpose for people just like me who feel super lonely and really need a surrounding to get going and want to support others and want to be supported. And that what helps them to move forward and drive them into success. That's what I'll be building in January and putting together. But from 15th to 20th of December, Join in on the masterclass if you want to know how. Message me. And um, yeah, let's, let's build a proper foundation for your upcoming year. Let's talk about it deeper. If you have any questions, uh, write below. Uh, if you're watching this in recording, uh, write replay uh, and mention any questions. I'll be trying to go live daily to discuss different topics, rise conversations. I will, I will even try to do it more often, shorter ones, but actually get moving conversations. I, I really enjoy conversations and sharing ideas. And that's what makes me feel alive. And I hope that this will provide a ton of value and will drive you towards actually making the most of fun as possible. So for today, I'm telling you good night. Have a productive tomorrow and uh, connect with you soon. Ciao.